Episode 11, On Lushan Rebellion, Who People Rejected the Tong Dynasty. Hello and welcome to Stuff You Missed in Chinese History. I'm Patrick Flannery. Whether or not the Tong Dynasty should have elevated people of Hu descent to important positions is hard to answer. We spoke in the last episode about the Hu and the Han peoples living equally during the Tong Dynasty. However, equality was not the only reason why so many Hu lived in the Tong Empire. Before we delve into the Anlushan Rebellion, let's wind the clock back four years to a war that raged in Central Asia, a long way from Chang'an. To control the Tarim Basin and the western regions, the Tong set up a head office called the Protectorate General to pacify the West, or Anxi Grand Protectorate. The prefecture of Xi, which means West in Chinese, is now known as Turpan and sits in northwest China's Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region. When the war began, the commander of the Protectorate General to pacify the West was a general named Gao Shenzhou. He was not a Han, but a Korean. He led the Tong army to fight the Dasher from the Arab region in Central Asia. Dasher was the Chinese name for the Arabs and the Muslims in Persia and Central Asia. The elite Tong army in the western regions, led by the Korean general, lost the war and suffered casualties of more than 10,000 soldiers. Before, the Tong dynasty dominated Central Asia. But after being defeated by the emerging Arab empire, the Tong dynasty lost its hegemony in the region. Many tribes and foreigners from Central and West Asia were driven to the Tong territory and settled. We can say the key reasons for the Tong's empire decline from prosperity began with the Dasha on the outside and An Lushan on the inside. With difficulties both at home and abroad, the empire had to go downhill. So, how did An Lushan obtain the resources for the rebellion that today bears his name? How did he earn such a high position on the court? Because he was a Hu. An's father was a white man who came to the Tong dynasty from Iran to do business. An's mother was Turkic. An was overweight and was known to be an honest guy. Emperor Xuanzang, on one occasion, jokingly asked him, What's inside this barbaric belly of yours? An responded, Other than a faithful heart, fear majesty, there is nothing else. The emperor believed him and liked him more after that. An asked to become an adopted son of Emperor Xuanzang's favorite concubine, consort Yang Guifei. The emperor agreed. Thereafter, An bowed to consort Yang before bowing to Emperor Xuanzang, saying, Barbarians, Barbarians bow, bow to mothers, mothers first, first before, before fathers. Father. The emperor, believing An Lushan was submissive to him as a son is to a father, favored him even more. One year, several days after An's birthday, he was summoned to the palace. Consort Yang, in order to please Emperor Xuanzang, had an extra-large infant wrapping made and wrapped An inside it. When the emperor asked what was going on, Consort Yang's attendants joked that Consort Yang had given birth three days before and was washing her baby, Lushan. The emperor laughed and rewarded both Consort Yang and An. Aside from the title of general, Emperor Xuanzang also awarded An Lushan the governorship of Hudong Circuit, headquartered in modern Taiwan, Shanxi, in addition to Pinglu and Fanyang. Two of his sons were also given ministerial level positions. 
From these generous actions, we can see the Tang Dynasty did not deny the Hu people from becoming officials. At that time, society believed that the Hu people were simpler and more forthright than the Han, so the government was open to their appointments to important posts. You are listening to Some You Missed in Chinese History, written and produced by There was a political opponent of An Lushan named Yang Guozhong. He was consort Yang's second cousin. Yang Guozhong always maintained that An Lushan would one day rebel and tried to persuade the emperor to kill him. However, before An Lushan became the military governor of the Three Circuits, Yang Guozhong advocated to appoint Hu people leaders of the army. Why? Because Yang Guozhong was worried that if the generals leading the army were Han Chinese, they might be promoted if they earned enough military merits, and that would threaten his position. But the Tong Dynasty never elevated any Hu to chancellor. An Lushan took advantage of this policy by being gradually promoted, commanding more troops, and finally becoming the biggest warlord during Emperor Xuanzong's reign. While it was the Hu who instigated the rebellion, the Hu also put it down. To be precise, it was a coalition army of Uyghur troops and garrisons from the Western territories. The Uyghurs were the ancestors of those now living in China's Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region. After the An Lushan Rebellion, the Kingdom of Tubu, an old name for Tibet, took the opportunity to capture Chang'an. There were many Uyghurs, Dasha, and other Western region ethnic groups in the armies of both Tubu and the Tang Dynasty. Historians believe that the An Lushan Rebellion was a collision between different ethnic groups. After the rebellion was stopped, how did the declining Tang Dynasty treat the newly rising ethnic groups like the Uyghurs and Tubu Tibetans? We know that the Tang Dynasty invited the Uyghur army to quell the rebellion and the emperor gave them permission to plunder property. After the rebellion, the Tang Dynasty was particularly toothless in front of the Uyghur. It was said that the Uyghurs in Chang'an felt free to kill, commit arson, and rob. The Tang Dynasty was not only unable to manage them, but also presented silk to the Uyghur state every year. Moreover, they had to send a Huqin prince to the Uyghur state, thereby making peace by marriage. This time, the princess had to be a real one with royal descent, not a daughter of the clan. As for Tubu, after the An Lushan Rebellion, it was no longer as submissive as before. On the contrary, Tubu usually talked about Princess Wanchong, the Huqin princess who married Tubo's king, Songzhan Kambo. They said that the relationship between Tong Dynasty and the Tubu was like that between uncle and nephew because the grandmother of the current emperor had married their ancestor, so it was not a relationship between ruler and minister any longer. Tubu also instructed the Tong dynasty that if you give me a gift, you can't use the word reward, but should use the word send. Their relationship had suddenly become equal. We can see that the ability of the Tong dynasty to control or govern the Hu people was much weaker after the An Lushan rebellion, which is why during the next period of the five dynasties and ten kingdoms, the later Han, later Tang, and northern Han were all established by Hu people. 
In our next episode, we'll talk about how the relationship between the Hu and the Han changed during the confrontation between the dynasties of Song and Liao after the Five Dynasties and Ten Kingdoms period. Did you know that a heavy rain was responsible for the demise of a dynasty during which the Great Wall was built? Italian merchant and explorer Marco Polo finished his masterpiece about China in prison. An emperor proclaimed African giraffes as magical Chinese unicorns. Follow the podcast "Stuff You Missed in Chinese History" to learn more fun facts during the past few thousand years in this country with Patrick Flannery. I'm Patrick Flannery. Thanks so much for listening to Stuff You Missed in Chinese History. See you next time. Special thanks go out to Sanlian Zhongdu for their help in creating the content for this show. If you like the podcast, please give us a rating and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen.